We on. So, look, check this out. I'm driving down the street the other day, and I seen something that I didn't think I would ever see. Do you remember taking your driving test? Yeah. Do you remember when you took driver's education and they did, when when they were telling you about changing lanes, they said you can either use your signal or you can do what? This. The hands. Yeah, this. Yeah. Describe what you're doing right now. Oh, yeah. You, you put your arm up at a 90-degree angle, or you, and uh, that's for a left 90 turn. 90 degree is you, right, and then left is it, pointing straight oh, out Oh, yeah, left. right. I don't know my right from left, y'all. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't put my L's up. And then the straight arm is to turn left. So I seen somebody doing that, like, at every light. And I, I, I went past my destination just to see if they would do it the whole way through. And I thought to myself, like, what type of, like, pride do you have to have when you're leaving the house to say, you know what? I'm using my arms to, like, signal for every signal. Maybe I, they were just trying to work out. I just never seen it before. I seen bike riders do it, though. No, in the well, car. Well, you have to do it on the Yeah, yeah. in the car you do that if your turn signal doesn't work anymore. Oh, well, maybe that was the case. But, but why I, at every light? You said they were doing it at every, were they actually turning? Like, yeah, yeah, they were, oh. like, every direction they were going in, like, changing lanes. Like, it was, it was like a, a work of art. <laughs> All right, here we go. Cue the intro. Hey, y'all. It's just Chris Starr. Big Mouth Seats. Your boy, Normal Ass Coral. With Grown Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. Like your mama used to tell you, stay out of Grown Folks Business. I mean, I'm grown. I'm grown, too. Shit, we all grown. Welcome, Welcome to, to Grown, grown, grown Folks, Folks Business. Business. Three, one, and then I play my song. All right, we back. We back. <laughs> So what we got? All right, you guys. Um, per usual, make sure you follow us on all of our social media handles. And that's at Grown Folks Business, B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. And also, um, while you're at it, go ahead and rate us and leave a comment on iTunes. And you never know, you might get a little shout out on Grown Folks Business. There we go. And you know what? Uh, I'm so excited. It's uh, Black History Month. And I know the last episode, we didn't we didn't talk about it. But I'm glad that we got it in just in time. Uh, so how y'all feel about, you know, Black History Month in general now that we're getting older? Um, <laughs> why y'all laughing at me? I don't know why Star is laughing, but I feel like I, I want to laugh. Black History Month. I mean. Well, I'm black. It's a, it's, it's a thing. We're not a, we're, we're, we're not a black podcast, but we're a podcast with black people on it. So, so, I, so mean, I, I feel like we got to, you know, honor that. I will say this. Uh, where I work at is um, it's an entity that's been established for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And throughout the year, we recognize so many different things. Um, and in my office in particular, we're we're literally having our first annual yeah. um, Black History celebration. Potluck-ish. Yeah, something like that. So I felt like that was a big deal. I felt like with, with everything that's going on around us, for us to then take a step in that direction, just in you know my little small circle, that was a big deal. So I'm what, excited about that. What's the foods that they bring in there? Um, the list. Lord, pray for the list. There was pray definitely the list, a list. We are a minority at the office. <laughs> um, <laughs> the foods was like mad heavy on there too, though. That was that like, was my yeah. thing. People gonna need to fast for like a week before they show up because it's like macaroni and cheese, yams, fried chicken, black eyed peas, collard greens. Well, going back to a previous conversation we had, they had the distinction between dressing and stuffing, so you do have the choice. Yes, there is dressing and or stuffing, but I didn't see no green bean casserole. See, here's the mm. thing that people under like underestimate. Like those foods are so hard to cook. Like yeah. my, my parents only make that it's like during the holidays. Like all that heavy stuff, like macaroni and cheese and all that, you gotta turn that oven on. <laughs> Summertime, that's why they don't cook them foods. Like it's it's a it's a process. And I found out recently that building code says that we can't have the uh, external heaters. So a lot of those foods that people are planning to either bring or enjoy, 
need to be kept warm. I thought or, about that too because um, we were my coworkers were like, oh, you should make some macaroni, and I'm like, I don't mind, but like, I can't just bring macaroni without the cheese on top. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna throw it in the crock pot, and the cheese is gonna be everywhere. Just like, kernels. that don't make no sense. Just straight kernels. Like, as well. I don't understand. They, they <laughs> the said, cheese layer gotta be on top, so I can't just throw it in a crock pot. Yeah, and they said and no sterno, so. Oh, know what they're gonna do so i'm excited lot. you know what the one thing i do miss i do miss like being in like elementary school and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then like like they bring you know um like the the, the stories of people like great inventors and stuff like that like you you color, you man. Out, yeah you get now you gotta go out and do it on your own you be coloring on your own my boy posted something on uh facebook he had like 15 people on there that i didn't even know like we was out there creating stuff like that like I, i've never heard like those people oh, I yeah. heard G- give an example I can't think of the dude's name that uh, of one of the. Oh, it was somebody they they cre- they uh, created some type of like hospital tech or something like that. That's, oh, okay. And I was I, I can't remember. Somebody's gonna listen to this and be like, oh, I know who he's talking about, but off the top of my head, I can't remember who. Crystal, who's your favorite? Um, like black person? No, <laughs> <laughs> your favorite black uh, person in, innovative individual in Black history. Wow. Mm. Innovative person. I mean. I'm going to have to go with the Michelle Obama. And while those, although she didn't create and invent something per se, mm-hmm. um, I feel like she really was about that get up and move life. Yeah. And like bringing that physical fitness to um, a lot of communities that maybe never really talked about it before. Yeah. Um, and especially while we we're talking about food and we named all these foods that are like the the staple foods of black culture none of that is good for our blood pressure our weight our you know our blood sugar levels and all that stuff so having michelle obama be a black woman in the position that she was in and encouraging the fruits and vegetables encouraging people to get up and move i thought that was like powerful and amazing yeah that's a very big deal awesome so yeah okay Okay. well we do have a guest in today i want to tell this story because it's hilarious and and Uh he's he's gonna hear it because uh I thought about this. He's shaking his head. And it was one of the funniest things that had ever happened to to me and this guest. So when we were in high school, uh, we wanted to throw like the biggest prom party like ever. So we were like, oh yeah, we're gonna we gonna put all our money together. <laughs> Which you high know, school was this? This was at Helix High School. Okay, gotcha. So we drove downtown, we all hopped in our cars, you know, all excited. So we we drive downtown, we go look at the rooms, like, oh this is cool, we about to we about to kill him with this. They give us the price, which was outrageous for a high school student to pay for <laughs> at the time. And so we're walking around and she's like, Yeah, so all right, if you guys have any questions or anything, you know, just let us know. So then we get on to the elevator and this dude comes like he has a white t-shirt on ball head look like adrian peterson right okay. <laughs> in my mind that's who he looked like he gets on there's like up. seven of us in the elevator though so he looks at us right then he turns around right and then i think he how was did he a, turn he yeah <laughs> i had a little sass with that turn huh? I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I had a little sass with my turn huh? but that's how he turned that, around that though. wasn't a turn that was yeah. a head whip. <laughs> man he got that whip appeal <laughs> My bro turns around, and then I think he was on the wrong floor or whatever. So then he gets off. Like, he's on his way to get off. I was yeah. like, yo, you look like Neo. And he was like, that's because I am. And I, was oh. like, and I was like, bro, if you Neo, man, like, we need to get a photo right now. I don't know where that photo is, but my boy was like, yeah, that look. he pointed. He was just like, that's Neo, huh? And I was like, yeah, I think that is Neo, man. And so, and sure enough, bro was performing that night. It was just hilarious how we all just froze up on the elevator, though. But I want, uh, without further ado, <laughs> I wanted to introduce our guest, uh, Cleveland Browns cornerback, Jamar Taylor. Hey! <laughs> Appreciate y'all having me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. We've been, we've been trying real hard to get you in here um, and, and getting everything going. So how you been? Been great, man. Been great, you know. 
Uh, enjoying the off season. There you go. Yeah, it was a long season. Long, so, <laughs> long. <laughs> feels good to take a break. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it's never really a break. Still getting after it. Always. Yeah, I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always stay uh, watching you on social media. You're always working out. Keep me motivated. Keep working out for me to go sit at the desk. But you know, I'll be all right. <laughs> Jamar, have you ever been on the podcast before? Um, I've been on one, one okay. other one. Yeah. All right. I know. So, are you you nervous at all? Like, do you no, know? I mean, we do interviews all the time. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I look at this as a little bit better than an interview because just conversating. Okay. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I mean, we, we can start from the story from the beginning, you know. Um, you know, I'm born and raised in San Diego, California. There we go. Um, you know, Southeast San Diego. Um, went to high school at Helix with you. That's how I know Carl. <laughs> Lord. Went, went, yeah, went to Boise State. Um you know, got blessed enough to get drafted to Miami. Things didn't work out there. Now I'm in Cleveland. Um, I have a beautiful wife, Mackenzie, um, who's actually about to birth our baby here in about four months, our beautiful little girl in June. Aww. So have you guys chosen a name yet? We're thinking we're we're like ninety five. We're like ninety five percent sure. I didn't tell him to, to, to give us the good. name. Yeah. He, he, wanted, he wanted a grown exclusive. folks exclusive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like ninety five percent sure on the name. You know, the crazy thing is like everybody's gonna like the name or dislike the name. No, right. they every, every, you know, call every, her whatever y'all every, name yeah, her. Exactly. But you know, everybody <laughs> everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Right. So now after we got past everybody's opinion, we're like, look, we're just going to do what we want to do. As you should. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's our kid. We have to be the ones that's <laughs> going to be calling her name the most. Right. So, um, yeah, we're like 95% sure, but we're excited. Okay. All yeah. right. So then you went to college at Boise. Where did you, what did you, um, what did you study there? I studied communications, okay. obviously. I think, I think <laughs> that's like most athletes, but only reason is because just didn't have the time. Yeah. So I was going to do business management at first. Um, and then I ended up changing it and I was like, okay, look, what can I do? Something quick, fast. I can graduate quick. So I get into get a master's program. Yeah. So then I knocked out communications and then I started kinesiology, behavioral mm-hmm. studies. I still haven't finished. I had like one more or two more classes, mm-hmm. thesis classes though. You feel like I, you're going to go back and finish? I'm going to finish when I'm done playing ball. Like I'm, I know I want to finish cause they can, they can never take the paper away from you. Hello. That's so, true. That's real you know, facts. Um, and like within that coach Pete, he started a, a coaching um, course in kinesiology in that in that same uh, area subject. So mm-hmm. I, I, I could kind of go back and forth between behavioral studies and coaching, and I want to coach. So Oh, so this is a program that, that teaches you how to coach. Yeah. And, oh. So behavioral studies is more, you know, studying people's behaviors, mm-hmm. obviously. But um, in kinesiology, so is this dealing with? The body. Fit? Okay, so, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to so, conceptualize so, so it. So it's like I'm, I'm, I'm studying your body. It's like body language. Why are why athletes do certain things? Mm. Um, why they walk the same? You know, yeah. Why we, yeah. Why 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 we walk? You know, some walk the same. You, you can know, always tell a baller um, from the back. How? Hey. All right. <laughs> you know, and then it goes it goes into like why we act certain ways or why we react a certain way. So it goes also mentally. Yeah. But oh, awesome. but it's physical and the mental, and then you also have coaching, which that can help you with. So very cool. Um, I know one of my friends, Tommy. Um, he's from Atlanta. He's a he's a high school coach in Atlanta, but he did it. He, he finished it. He loved it. So now, you know, when it's my time, I'm gonna go back and finish. Yeah. Um, 
you know, just going to Boise right now, finishing. That's the hard part, especially being married and having a kid on the way. So, so you got to go back to Boise. I have to go back to Boise or University of Washington because Coach P actually went up there, and that's where he is now, and he started the program there. So this man is making moves right? and, you know, building, building So you platforms. can't do it online or nothing like no. that? Oh, so you, yeah. oh, you're going to be yeah. there for the long run. So I, so I got to at least be there, you know, for, for a spring semester. And at just, least it ain't cold no more at that point. Yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky. Um, just for <laughs> clarification purposes, so – you were drafted prior to completing the degree at Boise State. Um. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, his master's degree. You got your. Did bachelor's. you get your bachelor's? I got my bachelor's. Yeah, you got a okay, bachelor's. Okay, so you finished your bachelor's at Boise, bachelor's, yeah. Boise State, and mm-hmm. then you were beginning your master's, master's. program. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, got it. Yep. Okay, yeah. so you're. So gra- I graduated early. I graduated early. Okay. Yeah. So your bachelor's was in what? In communication. Communication. And then and the then master's, master's in kinesiology. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, got I was it. confusing. So, oh no, we yeah. got it now. So he's the third communications majors that we had as a guest. Yeah. And they all gave very. Um, specific descriptions on how they felt that their degree impacted them. So can you maybe speak to that? Oh, I, I mean, communication is, it's, it's so broad. Yeah. You could do so many things with it, but some people kind of overlook it. Like it's easy. Cause you know, it's just life really. I look at it like that, but um, you know, how I use it is, is in my everyday life just because playing ball, mm-hmm. I get interviewed all the time. I have to communicate with people all the time. It's a team setting. So I have mm-hmm. to be good at that. You know, taking charge is going to have leaders and you have to have followers in order to reach a goal. Um, you know, I'm really like a big observer. I, I'm never going to be like the loudest in the room. Um, so I do a lot of like nonverbal communication. I watch people and kind of weird, but I kind of I, I kind of I watch. I wish the camera you know, was on yeah. you when you said that because you did this like side eye. Like, I like his back you. was yeah, on the wall, know. too. Like he's like, you know, like, listen, I know yeah. I'm fresh meat in here, but uh, I'm about to watch all y'all. No, but, yeah. but, but if y'all can see the camera angle, too, all you could really see is like the back of his head swivel and he looked right at me and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you well, reading yeah. right now? What do you do now? <laughs> but I think I think just in my field of play and um, my future you know, communication is just best set me up because I know how to put on both hats. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I could be who I who I am, and then when I have to go talk to, you know, a white collared person and put on a a tie and you know, what I mean, in a, a suit jacket, I'm able to do that. So they teach like, you all nothing. that in school. So you don't have to do like media training or nothing like that. Like, like I mean, prior to getting in the league. Um, but, but think about what he just said. Like, it, can can we just get to it then? Hmm. Like, do you feel like that's it? It taught you how to speak like white. That's, you, the, that's you, the term you, that people you, you use. I hate that white term. Collar, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I was like, okay, well, that's 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 business minded and yeah. forward thinking. But then that also fits a certain demographic too. When you just think of the people that usually fit that representation, so do it, I mean, if I wouldn't say talk white, I say talk like I'm educated. Okay, and, you know, yeah. not not using words I'm not supposed to use. Okay, in in things like that, I get you far. I don't. Too. I don't think. It's a such thing as talking white mm-hmm. or talking black. Yeah, you mm-hmm. could be ignorant or or not ignorant. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, that's just based on your parenting. Yeah, and how you want to be raised. Yeah. And Nate uh, had talked a little bit you about raised. that too. Yeah, and it's crazy because like when we're young, you know, we never think about that. But then when we get older, it's like, man, like I'm just talking like I got common sense now. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like I don't want anyone to label me as someone as you know being uh, ignorant. Yeah. yeah. So like so like growing up, you know. It's cool. You walk around, you know, F this, F that. Right. What's up, homie? Like, but it's when you get around other educated people, you that doesn't look good. Right. And like I, you like you have to like act, you know, be where your feet are. Act act like you belong there. Right. Yeah. But let me ask well, you a question. I like that. That was you said, good. um, so you you made the distinction between being yourself and then being able to speak in in the room with the white collar 
mm-hmm. people. How would you describe yourself then when you say I'm being myself? I mean, I'm always myself, but uh-huh. just making sure I'm choosing the right words instead of just speaking what I really want to say sometimes, you know? Oh. Just not, being not strategic. To, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Not just popping off at my mouth. But I think you bring up a good, um, a good point, and we call this code switching. I don't know if our listeners are familiar with that term, but it's being able to pretty much adapt to your setting. So me at home, I'm going to speak a certain way um, with my family, with my friends, and then if I get into a room, where it's not as familiar and as comfortable, I'm going to switch that code of language. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to speak in a manner that will grant me the respect that I should have just from being a person, but we know is not given freely, especially to people who may have my level of pigmentation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, do you guys have any examples of like code switching and how things have changed with that? Or have they changed? Are you more like, how are you guys feeling about that? Well, well, I think I think this kind of like brings my mind to some of the comedians and they tell that joke where they got a friend and you'd be like, you know, you see your friend at work and then as soon as they get off, like they turn into a different person. Yeah, um, that's me. All the so, like, yeah, so, it's like, so if you call them at work me. and you'd be like, hey, man, what's going on? Like, hey, how's it going, man? Be like, oh, man, it's Tony. Like, oh, what's going on, dog? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, or you answer your phone. This is Crystal. It, exactly. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> I thought you were. <laughs> Not me. I call somebody about yo. Well, I don't it, even say yo, it's Carl, like, you know, working for blah, 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 but yo, if I know them, I'm like, yo. Mm-hmm. And well, then I like throwing people off too, though. Well, drawing from that work experience, I think it's been pretty cool because just even at our job, being able to see the culture kind of change as we came in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when we came in, that was like an influx of young black people mm-hmm. doing the job that we do. Um, and I can definitely tell that I'm able to be more of myself now that we're not as much of the minority. We're still definitely the minority, but not as much. And a lot of our personality has helped shape the last five years of just the field that we we do. do. Yeah. Um, so that's been pretty cool because I don't have to feel, um, like, like the point that you brought up, um, like I'm putting a filter on who I am to acclimate myself to the setting that I'm in. And can we address that using slang does not make one ignorant? That's true. Like, I feel like a lot of times we think, like, if it's a more improper dialect of English, all of a sudden you're ignorant. And, you know, that's something that I I can't get with anyway. Because (laughs) there's, you know, language is meant for you to communicate and be able to express yourself and to be understood. So just because my way of expression might be a little different doesn't make me ignorant or make anyone ignorant for that matter well i don't i don't think that was ever up for debate i think it's the perception yes because i could i could sit here and have a conversation with jamar and we could talk and we could be honest and transparent about who we are and how we communicate and i can know that he's a genuine person that he's educated that he's driven all those positive qualities but if he went around somebody who wasn't as used to that they don't know like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just not common to them. So they their perception might be, well, I don't talk like that. And it must be because, you know, this person communicating to me is at a lower level of, of standing or communication or whatever it may be. So That's real. So you got some pieces of paper in front of you. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. We got, we got this segment we call What Your Name Is. Uh, we call it What Your Name Is. And so we have all... You just said the same thing twice. I did, huh? But, <laughs> it's different level. What Your Name Is. We call it What Your Name Is. To me, to me it, 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 it didn't make sense to me when I first said it. I was like, well, do I need we to fix this? Hey, can we remember we that? We might need to just is. cut that can and we have think- that be the... The tag for what your name is. We go ahead and do. We it call it what your name is. We call <laughs> it what your name is. <laughs> Yo, what is the name of the real game though that you play? Like the board game 
where you have to choose. Why like, does this come up every episode? Because I'm, I'm and I and you know I never remember until we get back here. But I anyway, I don't think we ever. I'm losing right now. I've, no one's chosen my name. So so wait, wait what is the official score count? Uh, Doug has one. two. Doug and she has, has two. one. See, Y'all got a moral victory. See, you don't have real. anything, so we out here getting killed. Y'all right got now. participation trophies. Yeah, mm. I think mine's is cool though. But you choose the good. one. You choose the one that you <laughs> like the most. You read each name out over the mic, and then that's what we are gonna call you for the rest of the episode. Okay, cool. All right, Let's see what we got. Jamarty. <laughs> Jamarty the Don. <laughs> Jamarty the Don. I think that's Jamarte the Don. Oh, Jamarte. Oh, it's oh, Jamarty, your teeth look Jamarty. like these. They might. <laughs> they might today. That little goo on there at the end of that. Put <laughs> <laughs> a little accent just so yeah. you knew it was Jamarte. Okay. <laughs> oh man, the Don. That's what Don. You gotta say the whole say thing. The Don. <laughs> the Don. You, you can flip it after that. You call him Jamarte. Call him JTD. The whole thing. <laughs> JTD. You got J five. Hey, like, okay. like we like we a group. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Blake man. Remember that little no, robot's name was J five. It's like Captain America. All five come together to make J five. He's a J corner. J corner. That's, that's kind of... Wait, wasn't there something at the bottom Somebody of was half sleep when they wrote that one. Jay Corner. <laughs> <laughs> they was half sleep when they wrote that one. You got to say the A. <laughs> that say that is, one one more time. Say hey, that one one more You know which one that was. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that you already know. I, I just thought she put it down there for her. Like, so you can know. Like, I wrote She's it. like, wait a minute. You said you the whole thing or not? You didn't say the whole thing. Hey. Jay Corner. A. Hey. Hey. Jay Corner. A. I like it. Oh, man. Man. Oh. If we had Doug in here, we uh, probably had more to choose. I heard Nate, and Nate had some good ones. Oh, uh, his was. Oh, uh, are you saying that yours aren't good? <laughs> I'm gonna say these are pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least he's being honest. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm gonna just go with the J5. There we go. I got a job finally, man. Let's go. I'm in. I'm in here. We probably just knew because that's my number too. I kept it basic. Oh, I had to cheat on this one. I thought J Corner was the truth. J Corner. Hey, I'm not saying. Hey, I'm not saying the A the whole time. Y'all some haters. J5 is easy to remember. Nah, I was cool with me. I suppose. Okay, is so that J, the letter J, or is that J-A-Y-5? That's the letter. The, the letter. letter. Okay. Got it. So what what year were you drafted? Uh, 2013. What was that experience like? It was great. I mean, the process was crazy. Yeah. Um, Just between the combine. I ended up having a hernia mm. when I came out, so I had to kind of try to hide, hide that for a while. Okay. And I had to push through the combine and still run and still perform. And I mean, just coming from a littler school, yeah, all that had to be done. I had to go to senior bowl and practice as well. I got blessed enough to go to the pick uh, for the all star game. Okay, and um, had the hernia then too, and just had to battle all the way through that. Um, that that helped me get drafted in Miami second round. Yeah, which was that was crazy. Yeah, but during that process, it came out I had a kidney deficiency. Oh, because wow. I was taking ibuprofen for the hernia, but Yikes. I was popping them every day regularly. Yeah. I was hurting. Yeah. I was hurting, so that dropped me down from the first round to the second round. Okay, um, which kind of made the first day kind of like a little emotional. Okay, just because I thought I was good enough to go first, and yeah. I wanted to go first. Um, but still got drafted. Yeah, got got to Miami, second day of rookie mini camp, tore my groin, mm-hmm. hernia finally popped. What? It was a wrap after that. <laughs> so, so the drafting experience was great, but it's been one hell of a ride ever since then. 
So, so 2013 drafted. So you've been in the league for five seasons now. Yep, going on six this year. Wow, that's exciting. Now, Did you get to meet Dan Marino? Yep, I know Dan. Yeah, yeah. From Ace Ventura? <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad because that was the reference <laughs> you had. Well, no, <laughs> from Ace Ventura. Yo, I, I remember I, I told you this, but I was at the gym uh, the other day. And this girl was like, I said, oh, you know who George Foreman is? She said, oh, yeah, the, the guy grill? that makes the grill. I said, yo, you know, bro was a boxer. <laughs> like, 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 he does more than just cook. That's the only way they know yeah. him, though. That grill, though, smiles. I was like, man, he fought Ali. Like, y'all don't remember none of that? The grills keep him, keep him, keep him in the uh, talk. That's I was going to say, they keep him relevant at yeah, this point. Do. But bro used to do way more than that, bro. He used to pull trucks. I remember that. All right. <laughs> tidbit, tidbits by Carl. Go ahead and keep that. Um, That's a new segment. So, fi- uh, five seasons in the NFL. We're coming. We're coming off of one of the most uh, polarizing seasons in the NFL. So, I definitely wanted to get your take on what it was like to be um, a young black dude playing in the league and having all these things going on, and really having to make some tough choices as it pertains to. I, I would assume the relationship that you have with your organization and your social views and being able to kind of um, support the other gentlemen that were making some some more political stands and how that affected you and if you participated in anything. Yeah, well, we did it. Um, did but it. Tell the people. We, yeah, yeah we, 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 we protested. Okay. We did it, I want to say, preseason in like the first like six games. Gotcha. Or so. Some people were with it. Yeah. Some people hated it what, what were the okay so for those people that hated it what are the what were those conversations like it wasn't mm. you know it was one of those things like we met as a team yeah and we we're like the guys that want to do this you get over here and the guys that don't you guys get over here okay and it was wow. some and it was some guys and it, it didn't split us we just wanted to see who was in and who wasn't yeah mm-hmm. but our thing was we wanted to do a little different a lot of people they'll put up a fist yeah um you know they'll 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 kneel mm-hmm. individually yeah we were like, we want to get guys, we because we we felt like, like God is love, yeah. You know, in the in the way to bring America together instead of being so divided is by praying with one another, yeah. And instead of just locking arms, pray. Like at the time, we're not just kneeling, we're praying, yeah, for the whole nation because nobody even knew. Like the NFL didn't even used to have the flags out. That's true. I, so, I, I knew that. Yeah. So we were like, we used to stay in the locker room. Yeah. And then just come out. Exactly. So, I do remember um, that. We were like, man, just this time, we don't want to do like everybody else. Let's come together. Let's kneel. And the guys who weren't a part of it, we respected them. Yeah. And then some guys were like, well, look, man, we, you know, they had a view to think that it was disrespectful. Some guys were like, man, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Some guys like, this, this doesn't, you know what I mean? This doesn't even pertain to me. Yeah. I don't care. But they're like, if, if you guys, if somebody asked me about it, I'm all for, yeah. you know, supporting my teammates. Gotcha. I'm just not going to be the guy kneeling. So, um, I mean, we did that, and then it came down to the reason why we stopped was because we started doing more action in the community. Got it. So we got together with our owners. Uh, we we made a video, uh, like a unity dialogue video. Um, we started doing meetings at the town hall. We did ride-alongs with the police. And that's crazy because uh, they don't report those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. That's know, that's what's, you know what I mean? was crazy to me. So it's like you could you could kneel all you want. You could do that for years and years and years. But like Malcolm Jenkins, that plays for the Eagles, mm-hmm. like you have to take a, a stand. Or yeah. I know Kenny Stills in Miami. He's a good friend of mine. He's from here, and they do a lot of stuff with the police and bridging the police in the community in Miami, which is important. So, yeah. So some people just kneel just to be a part of it, just mm-hmm. show that they're doing it. But you have to take steps outside of that. 
Gotcha. And that's that's what we what we did. It's not gonna fix itself. Like you gotta put yeah. the work in. You gotta put the work in. You yeah. have to understand. Like all we can control is Cleveland. Yeah. We can't tro- control. You know. Washington D.C. We can't control the White House. Mm-hmm. We could just control us. So let's just try to bridge the gap here because a lot of our fans look at us, and some people are just like booing, yeah. man, like get up, or you guys shouldn't be playing. But it's like we disrespect respect the flag all types of ways. We put it on soda soda cans. Yeah, we put them on bikinis. Ba- yeah, you know what I mean. We, just soda cans, beer cans. Yeah, well, beer cans. Say, all, the, all those things are unconstitutional. Yeah, it, it has a yeah. subsection of what you should Absolutely. not use yeah. the flag for, and all of those things are considered like yeah, to right. be. Disrespectful to the flag. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. You know, and people, so people, you know, they boo and stuff like that. But then we're like, okay, well, let's just get past all that and let's just try to do, make Cleveland, like make these people understand, like, why we do what we do. Right. You know. So do you feel like the efforts that your you, yourself, your teammates, and players all around the league made to protest, did it make a difference? Uh I think in some some cases, okay. you know, I feel like it's still work to be done. Yeah. It's not one of those things like this season is over and we move on. Yeah. It has to continue to grow. We have to continue, you know, even me personally, you know, with my teammates, I kind of like started, when my wife got pregnant, kind of went away from it a little bit yeah. to focus on her mm. and, you know, and our baby yeah. to make sure she she's she's number one no matter what. Yeah. But it was, um, you know, just getting back in the groove next year and just making sure that we continue to come up with ideas and try to just – Continue, like I said, just to try to bridge gaps. Yeah. And if we continue to do that and just bring Cleveland together, I mean, obviously you got to have wins too. Yeah. So then people, you know, people can pay attention to what you're doing. But then when you do that, it make it better. Like I think what Malcolm Jenkins and those guys are doing in Philly, I feel like they have made progress. Yeah. They have. But also it's always going to be the guy who is ahead of America that that's where it can always get rough. But we can't control him. We can only control us. Right. No one can control. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a whole nother pot. Yeah, you and, know what I mean. And you know what? I I just don't want to take for granted that everyone actually knows what the protest was about. Um, so can you give us like what was the actual protest about? Um, injustice, prote- uh, po- protes, police, <laughs> police brutality. We got him that shit. You know what I mean? Police brutality, um, injustice, um, inequality. I mean, just things that guys go through or not guys but people uh, people of color of color what we go through yeah and you know like the the main thing i know for my family is just the injustice like it's so much like nobody ever gets what they deserve like they treat us way different than a white person and there's a white privilege out there and people don't see that but it is and that's and that's it's right there in front of us, but people don't want to see that. Oh no, some people are fortunate enough to not have to see it. Yeah, yeah. some people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Like some of the, some of the stories that I could tell people that that love me to death. To yeah. death. And, and I would tell them these stories, and they'd be like, almost like, "Oh, he has to be exaggerating yeah. a little bit." And I was like, "I wish." Yeah. Or no, what did you do though? Yeah, or because you, you, it couldn't have just been nothing, and it, they did that to you. Yeah, like, what did you do? Yeah. But I mean, I remember having a conversation with one of my friends. Um, and she was like, you never snuck into the movie theater? And I'm like, no, I used to go to the movies in like Westwood area or um, Century City. So I was for sure the minority mm-hmm. um, around there. I was like, I'm, I wasn't going to jail for a $10 movie ticket. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, my God, I never 
thought about that and i was like you know well you would have been slapped on the wrist and told not to do it again i would have went to jail Mm -hmm. like i just wasn't taking those chances Mm -hmm. like and these are the things we have to think about i mean i went shopping the other day and i was taking clothing into the dressing room and i started thinking like oh i have to make sure they know i'm not stealing like yeah, I just little did that the other things day too. that yeah. nobody else thinks about, or at least no one has expressed that they think about on a regular. Because I had a kind of large bag, and I I'm like, crap, <laughs> I don't want them to think I'm stuffing clothes you know in my bag. I just did that the other day. Yeah, and this yeah. is our reality, and people are just so removed from it because, luckily enough, they don't have to think about yeah. it. But there are people who this drives their day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, thought process and how they move around in the world or like even something so small as like when we went out like oh yeah like you get the white guys in there and they just let them in it's in and out and it's in and out because and they'll wear the same clothes as us yeah and they just let them in and out <clears> but then we come we have the same clothes on them i probably you know probably have a couple chains on it's like whoa like like <laughs> Like, we bro, got a three chain minimum. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's like, what is the difference between us and them? They're right. like, well, you guys have eight guys. I'm like, that's not really what it is because they just walked in with 12 guys. Right. But it's like how people perceive us. It's like, you're, you're black. Especially yeah. when and you must be a gang. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't, we, you know, you're kind and it's, and you get that. I you thought money I mean? was green. Yeah, or the simple kind we don't want no trouble yeah we don't either we're trying to have a good time yeah which is unfortunate because then it creates this barrier in between getting to know quality people because it's interesting that somebody could look at a a group of 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 black men and think that they're like this menacing force and that we need to pay closer attention to that but as i'm looking at you i see your your wwjd bracelet Mm -hmm. I see Jesus right there see jeremiah 29 13 and then even more importantly than what i see what i heard is when he when he spoke about God, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And regardless of what you believe in, you know what I mean. Like it, 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 you can tell it is coming from a place of positivity, so it doesn't have anything to do with what you believe in. But you can just kind of like feel his aura and his spirit to be mm-hmm. a positive one. But then these are the things that you encounter, and you see it happening right in front of you. And other people are probably treating you like that, and it's just so deeply ingrained that. They don't even, you know what I mean? It's not even like they're coming from a place of being like trying to be malicious. Yeah. That's just how you react. Yeah. Because I feel like as a black man, I do it too. Like, I'm not worried about a group of eight white dudes. But if I see eight brothers, like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm going to pay attention to certain things. I'm going to look at the tattoos too, but I'm going to see which kind they are. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, okay, let's see the laces. Those didn't come in those shoes. All right. You know what I mean? Like, you pay attention to those things and it could be somebody else and you wouldn't think a second thought. But that's a different type of conditioning though. Like, being just from where you're from. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like out here, like there were days like I used to walk to the taco shop and I'm like, yo, I got to take all this off. Like I'm going to put on a t-shirt, put on some sweat, uh, you know, some shorts. I mean, you had to be oh, aware yeah. of colors. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, matter of fact, my grandmother lived uh, by Four Corners. So I used to walk by, uh, to the taco shop over there and I was like, man, yeah, I'm, I don't even want to get messed with today. You know, and even walking out there uh, by Morris, somebody was like, uh, oh, yeah, you from the coast. I was like, man, I don't even gangbang. Like, I'm going right. to tutoring. Yeah. You know what I mean? What you, <laughs> what you mean, man? I'm going to tutoring, bro. Said, I'm trying to learn algebra, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the crazy thing is, so, like, when things, I don't know, when things like that happen, it really upsets me. Mm-hmm. And then I show that I'm upset. Some, it depends. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. Oh, you Sometimes. get aggressive. Oh, yeah. Or just become the normal angry black woman. Mm -hmm. But you become what they fear Mm -hmm. as a normal reaction. And I'm like, let me find out that somebody is wronging you and you're just going to sit there and not have any type of emotional response. And it's almost that we have to force ourselves to be emotionless so that they're not afraid or, 
you know, you don't become that stereotype. Oh, yeah, because they'll label you woman. quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll label you there real quick. There she goes. She's getting ghetto. Well, yeah. but Angry the, black woman. But that would be the typical reaction from, from anybody. Anyone. But then for us, it perpetuates a stereotype. It's yeah. a colored um, yeah. opinion. So, yeah. So, you kneeled last year. Um, we, it's kind of up in the air of what type of effect it had. But um, you just stated that. Well, I think a, it's positive. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So, we'll say that it's positive. Um, you've all, Even further than that, you said that you took it a step further and said that I'm going to make action in my community mm-hmm. to you know put action behind like the you know the the symbolic statement so what's next we don't know i mean i mean obviously it's off season so when we get back together yeah. i'm pretty sure i mean we have a lot of other groundwork to do mm-hmm. but you know seth duvall he was like one of the white guys that was with us and he he's a great great young guy i think he's from connecticut um but his wife is black okay so but he he like We'll get with him and a couple of other my teammates, and then we'll just start just making an outline of what we want to do. But, you know, he was one of the main guys that he'll bring this together. Okay. And then he'll, you know, we'll just kind of start just throwing out ideas of what we want to do. So next year, it could be it could be something real good or great. You know what I mean? We could turn good to great. Um, It just don't come, you know, all depending on what – you know who says what and what we're going to go with, you know. But right, you know, right, you know, when we get back, it's like you got to handle, you know, obviously work first. I think I think he just pinpointed the key: white dudes with black wives. Yeah, because they because yeah. they get it. It's a different you experience. Know I mean? Like you have you have you have that 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 level of privilege, but then you also you know what I mean. You you live very close. Like you know when you're a couple and you guys live together, you like it's almost like you're living the same life mm-hmm. in two different bodies. Yeah. Um, so it, it gives you a very unique perspective. And he said, this is this is the guy that's going to bring it together. Now, I'm not saying that that was the, you know, the reason why. I thought why. about it. Yeah, but it was like, you know what I mean? His his perspective has to be extremely unique. And if he's a parent, I mean, not a, yeah, a parent, yeah. then that even adds a different element to it. Well, yeah, I mean, and it, it's like, I mean, I was not, I mean, I know I was like, he's one of, like, he's just one of the main guys. Yeah, but, so, but yeah, your but, mind went to him yeah, initially. Yeah, for sure, because just, he got it. Yeah. He was the, one of the first guys of a different skin color where he was like, I get you. I bet he did. But it's because his wife is black. And I, I, I love both of them. They're, they're great people. Yeah. But he's like, my daughters or my sons are going to get looked at that yeah, way. Exactly. So like now it's like, finally, like you see somebody like, I mean, I have a white uncle, so and he's a lawyer and he, and I love him to death. I mean, but same way he married my auntie. Yeah. So it's like, they get it because they're in it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 when, and when you have somebody, who now he can, if we can't reach him, maybe he could change your mind just a little bit. Yeah. You know, just because his skin color. Yeah. But I think you you bring a, an interesting perspective to that because, you know, I don't think that this can be won by just black people. No. Like, you have to have allies. And unfortunately, the allies have to be people who are in different positions of power to spread that word um, around and spread that other... Um, the, the viewpoints that everyone's not familiar with. So, you know, when we talk about getting to a place of equality, you know, I, I can recall when several shootings and killings of unarmed black people mm-hmm. happened. And I had some of my, my white friends coming to me like, you know, like, what's what's going to happen? What are what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like black people have done all we can do. Mm-hmm. And it's not up to us anymore. Like, yeah. if you want to see change as a white person, I need you to step up now because yeah. we've said it all. We've done it all. We've cried it all. We've marched it all. We've written enough signs for it. It's we, we've done all we can do. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course, there's more, but I'm saying like 
there's nothing new we're bringing to the table. Yeah. Yeah. It's up to you, only way our can, white allies. Yeah. And the <laughs> only way, way we could do it is together. Yeah, yeah. You know absolutely. I mean? Because we could we could million man march all day. All day long. <laughs> you know? so Get all are, our Fitbit yeah. steps. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so look, look, I, I feel like we've reached this significant point in the podcast. Can we just take a deep breath? <sighs> you now, saw me. You saw me getting wild. Yeah, he was getting I'm a sorry. little tense. He was getting a little tense. You know me. Hey, y'all, I think it's uh, it's time for the run around. Yes, the sir. run around. The run around, yeah. So, so following in tradition, I can't wait till we, yeah, get the drops. You know, we gonna be ready. <laughs> I wish they could see that hand movement. I'm so mad. It's not. I was pushing it like an NPC. I thought it was. You gonna break your finger? He is really. Okay, so uh, are we doing like we did in the previous episodes where we're letting our guests come up with a topic and then we'll answer and then they'll go last. Yeah. Okay. So Jamar, you feel you feel like you can you can handle the topic? Hey Jamar, can you ask the question and then answer it first? Ooh, I gotta ask a question. I thought I just had to come up with a topic. Oh, well, uh, something same that, thing. Yeah, something that was going thing. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fine. Topic, question, you... same thing. But then we want you to speak on it too. But usually the guest goes last. So can you go first this time? Ooh. <laughs> Is that a lot of pressure? <laughs> hey, the way yeah. he's looking is like, yo, the subject I got, I didn't even want to weigh in. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a topic, like something well, that's just going on. So right? look, we'll, the three of us will go, and then you can decide after we go if you want to chime in. Okay. All right. And the star will go first. <clears throat> oh, love. There we go. I went first last time. I know, fair. but then chivalry isn't dead just. We want you to be able to go first <laughs> all the it, time. We're going to hear the topic, then we'll decide. All right, fair enough. What's the topic? Um, Tesla. Sending the thing to Mars. SpaceX. Oh. Yeah. Elon Musk. Mm. Oh, Elon. Wait, so explain it to me then. So, what, they just sent, like, they sent... The fastest the, rocket yeah, in the, the history of rocket, ever. Yeah, to, and they said it couldn't be done. Yeah. For real? And then yeah. these are the same group of people that are trying to build the... Uh, like solar panels. The solar panels yeah. and then this yeah. like direct um, like transit way to space. Yeah. It's basically like, you know, like a monorail, has it, how it goes on the ground, it would then go into space. And, and what, what are they going to use that for? Um, Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'll be back. I'm just going to head to space real quick. Don't mind me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Back. I would do it. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that can be the question. If you were, if Elon Musk and the SpaceX group was able to get you to space, would you go? And why would you go? If you would. Okay. And if you wouldn't go, why wouldn't you go? Okay. That is a good question. Okay. you I'm not going first. Okay. So, okay. You, you start. You start. Me up. I always get mine's out the way. I feel like you should get your space on. <laughs> but I need to. You know that imagination. It needs to be. It needs to brew for a second. Okay. Well, hold on. Let's ask the guests. Do you do you want to go first? Do you want to chime in or? I go. Okay. All right. I, I kind of know my answer. You, right. ain't, you ain't gotta make it too. Wait, wait. Where, so where will we be going? Seconds. Like, are we just going to like the moon? Listen, wait, wait. That's up to you. That's up to you. Start the timer and then you say whatever you want. On your mark, go. So, if we were going to like the moon, if we we're capable of going or something like, I would do it. Just because it it doesn't take as long, Mars and stuff it takes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't take as long. Like, like seriously, that's like, real though. Like that. the, I think, like me and my wife looked up one time to get to Pluto. It took like eighty five years. <laughs> You'd be dead. You know what I mean? You'd be dead by the time you get there. So, my thing is, as real, if we could go to the moon. <laughs> How long it take go. to get to the moon? I'm not sure, but it's it's faster than Mars. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's faster than Mars. So he's talking about it like it's the five and the fifteen. I will go up there, and then I I will I will want to see Earth from like that dope point of view. Okay, and then I I come back. Okay, <laughs> all right, then that, that makes sense. Does he have time left? <laughs> he has nineteen seconds. Nah, he's yeah. cool. He ain't even got to make it. Yeah, through. I mean, it's yeah, a, he, he made, made, made it. his point. I'm crying. That, right that was that was a funny one. Though. Yeah, that was probably the funniest one. It takes a long like. I mean, we're into stuff like that, but we look, we watch planet Earth and all that all the time. So right. 
like to get to Mars and stuff, it's like 15 years. I, I'm, I could be wrong for about Mars, but like like we said, like Pluto, it was a long time. Oh, so Tesla shot it, so, and it's uh, not there yet. What? No, it's in orbit, right? Yeah, it's, it's so rocket. it's still yeah. The rocket's still on its way. Oh, okay, okay. So I think we're talking about two different things because the rocket was just to show that he had the technology to build this powerful of a rocket. Yeah, but it's not actually going like to a actual destination. destination. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. There we yeah. Go. So that was the difference. It's like okay, now that we can show the projections that it could reach there, should we send it there? And then how do we then go about yeah, that? Is... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, please. Oh, because I know I said I read an article and it said that. I guess they said it couldn't be done to go to Mars. And he's like, we can, we, we can do <laughs> Who this. Said it can't so, be done? so basically what my understanding is, is that the speed that the rocket is going, even though it isn't going to Mars right now, it is, is projected reach. that it could reach yeah. Mars with that source of power that yeah. it has right now. Nice. Okay. So I'll, you go ahead and start my time. I'm ready. Oh. Yeah, because we can go ahead and get mine he about out to be I'm ready. Like I said, out too. There we go. I'm not going to space. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to tell you why. I hate heights. You know what I mean? So unless... Too big, hate heights. Man, I'm not, that's, that makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Because... Uh, that gravity don't work yeah, the same. Yeah, it, it ain't working the same for me. So I'm going to put it to you like this. Because unless the only way I'm going is if y'all face me the other way. Because I can't be looking at everything. Because I don't even go... I don't, I don't, I don't go to... I don't get on roller coasters. I don't do none of that. The last time I got on a roller coaster, I got down. I was a grown man with facial hair and everything, and I had fear tears coming down, and I couldn't stop it. So, <laughs> so you got to be looking up. I got to be looking backwards. But so if you, you look want to look, look, look at, you want to look at no, Earth as you're leaving Earth. Look at the back of my seat or whatever is in the back. Like that's that's the only thing that I if I'm gonna go. Now, if I were to go and, and I'm able to face backwards, I would probably go somewhere like you said. It's not gonna take 85 years for me to get there. <laughs> Because then you also got to think about it. you don't have no oven. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I done made it to the time, but I'm serious, man. That, that space food is trash. That space food is trash. Okay. <laughs> have you had it? Nah. See, so you don't know. Nah, all right. Well, if you, gotta, no, if you add water and, 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 and it turns in, yeah. He's right. Space food is trash. Do they have to use like an IV though? Like how you eat? Oh, no. 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 no, no, no. You've never been to the uh, California Science Space Museum? They it's have been space a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the dopest free museums in LA. That's why I was like, we used to go there all the time. It's been a while. But they have actual or like simulated space food. And it's like you, you get said, to try it's, it? it's trash. No, you have to buy it. They, oh, like oh they, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's free. They sell all that, that space food. Everybody wanna try. Yeah, it's trash though. Okay, so who's going? Did Star's you go? Star? Yep, it's brewed. Hey, you know what? This is perfect for you, Star. We're talking about space. There we go. That that's actually part of my response. So okay. go ahead and start the time. All right, here we go. Three, two. First of all, my parents, well, my mother specifically raised us to be daredevils. So we've been riding roller coaster rides before they actually had like rules and regulations and height requirements. We were on them things. So I could never say no to a ride to space. And then because my nickname is Star, I'd be up there like, oh, my gosh, selfie with the stars, Chris Star in the stars, like <laughs> turn up. And like I would have the dopest star party. Like this would have to. <laughs> this would be like my fiftieth birthday. Like, yo, what you star? What you doing? Where are we going? Where are we traveling for your birthday? We going to the stars. Turn up for. <laughs> she said the biggest star party. My bad for interrupting. That's wild. But that's what I would want to do. I'd want to have the dopest party, like the best selfie stations or whatever the camera technologies are, and like turn up in space. That okay. would be my my goal. Out there, window. <laughs> And I'm done. You done. We're going to go ahead and cut you right there. Then. Oh, there you go. She had three she, seconds left to spare. She was close. All right, Cece, you Last up. Last but not least. Last but not least. All right, what's the timer say? 
seconds. Okay, there we go. Um, I wouldn't go to space. <laughs> I, I'd be here with Carl. Um, and I say that because I feel like I enjoy Earth already. So if people started to leave, I feel like I could enjoy it a little bit more. Mm. I'd probably move back to L.A. because the traffic would be better. Mm. <laughs> I could get into all my food spots a lot quicker. Um, and if we got Facebook, like I could see what space is like because some of y'all might be taking a risk. Like some of y'all might get to space and get stranded. Like you said, there's no ovens and there's no Western Union either. So I don't even know how y'all would get back. So I'm, I'm staying on Earth. There you go. I am really surprised, Cease. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, that's I thought it. She was coming to the star party. <laughs> he ain't going. <laughs> you can stream it. He ain't going. Right, I'll be doing the 360 it's, it's the panoramic. It's the <laughs> All right, that's it for the runaround. Back to our scheduled programming. Got it right this time. So, um, outside of football, tell us about some of your interests because I feel like um, going back to what we were talking about about labels is that you know I mean we could sit here and talk about your football experience and that could yeah. fill up a whole podcast, but we yeah. want to know a little bit about you. Um, man, usually I'm just chill. Uh, I like snowboarding. Okay, I snowboard. So I've been snowboarding my whole life. Probably. Yo, we went last year. That's that joint is hard. I love snowboarding. Hey, he's trying to play, but. Bro's for real. Yeah, Cause yeah. I was on a little kid hill. Like you were doing the, half the whole pipe? day. Ask him. I, no, I don't do half pipe, but I'm 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 good though. I'm yeah. real good. He, he be he yeah. be moving, and then you got to use your hips. Like yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> you see me bounce a little did you, bit. Did you, did I, got, you see I got so much. Yeah, he planted in his hands, <laughs> <laughs> and he planted them on the hip. Bone. I was Most there. people talk about the hips, and they still put it Yo, like up on the he waist. He did that with so much conviction. It will humble you because standing up was hard too. <laughs> no, yeah, I tried skiing because you one got no time. knee bend. <laughs> I've snowboarded before. I tried so skiing I, one time. I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." It's easier though. Who taught you how to snowboard? My uncle. Oh, your white uncle? Yeah, my uncle. Told me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna say my white uncle because I know if he hear this, he's gonna be pissed. Hey, white yeah, uncle. No, 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 That's uncle. Uncle Tony. What, what, His what, name what? Tony too. His name Tony. Oh, man. Tony. 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 Uncle but, Tony. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's my guy. I mean, okay. I, I said. My white uncle one time interview, he was hot. So okay, no, we no, just no. Tony, uncle. Tony, uncle just, Tony, just my uncle, Mr. Tony, my, my guy, yeah, <laughs> Tony, 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 <laughs> Tony. The, all yeah. the Tonys. We, we Tony, in I think California the real question now. for Uncle Tony is, are you gonna teach me? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, he, I'll go on a family trip. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be grown folks. He done, yeah, he done now. He done now. Uh, uh, no uh, no uh, more snowboarding. When, for him, oh. I mean, just because he's older, gotcha. but you know, uh, he taught us at a young age, just because. I mean, we we were gang banging and all types of crazy stuff. He's like, y'all not about to do this. Yeah, you know. So he started teaching us how to snowboard. Then they were buying us dirt bikes. So anything with a motor or anything kind of extreme, I do. And then I like taking pictures on the side too. So kind of mellow side. Which I I like that he said that. It's because you know a lot of the you, you mentioned snowboard and you mentioned dirt bikes and those aren't typically the things that come to mind when you think of like black activities. Uh -huh. But he basically was saying y'all not gonna gangbang, but I'm gonna fill that void because all gangbanging is is something to do. Mm -hmm. Oh man, are up. we about to, to talk about that right now? To, Maybe. Oh no! I just have so many opinions. That's <laughs> no, but, but I just said I, I just think it was pretty dope. Oh, we can take it there if we need. We to. can go. <laughs> it, it's pretty dope because he taught them all these things that you don't that a lot of people just don't get the experience, regardless if you're black right. or not. Um, and then that was like, okay, is, I, I can I have something new I can do to go have fun, yeah. and yeah. it doesn't have to be something that's in the streets or threatening to somebody else or myself. It's just carefree fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he br he brought it to Carl too. Hey, look at that. Oh, yeah, that. I was already yeah. doing, like, stuff, but, you know, I play golf, all that other stuff. That's true, too. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is legit, Boy. man. Until you, we went, watching it, yeah, it's like paint dry. You know, I can get that, but playing is great. I was playing miniature golf. 
Were you? Me too. I do miniature hey, golf. Hey, that's, hey, that's slightly disrespectful. <laughs> miniature golf and what he does is it's a little bit different. It's a little <laughs> bit. But if you guys actually ever get a chance to go to like a golf tournament, like like I, I would highly recommend that. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Pines, they so. just had the um, Phoenix Open. So yeah, they that said was it's fun. Crazy. That was like fun. real fun. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. I'm going the next 16th year. hole. I think is, is the it one that. Yeah, yeah, they say, they say they, it's a great they time. They get active. Really? They're like, they're like, you don't even watch the tournament. They're like, it's just a big party. I watched Tiger for about an hour, and then you I went back to go hang out, drink, and do all the little games they had and stuff like yeah. that. Like, Wait, yeah. is that in Arizona? Yeah. Do you frequent there a lot? Uh, me and my wife, we live there in the off season. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. How's that? I mean, I only been there about to be a year now. Going this next, this next off season right here. Okay. Um, but it's last year I really didn't do much. I really didn't know anybody. I was kind of trying to get my feet wet. Yeah. Um. This year, though, you know, kind of knowing where I'm training stuff. So now I feel like in a couple of weeks, I'll probably start kind of getting out, see what it's about. But I've heard nothing but good things about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I heard nothing s- but good things about they it. They got good golf courses out there, too. Have y'all heard anything about Arizona? It's hot. It's hot. It's and hot. And it's really cold. Okay. And the housing market's cheaper. Yeah. For sure. It's definitely yeah. cheaper. I heard it's a real good time. Like, Scottsdale area is, like, really where it's at. So you I'm got this curious look out. on your face. Well, I, I know a gentleman that played college football and he's going to listen to this and he's going to laugh, but he, um, he, he works with us. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that whisper. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it picked it, it up. Probably on the probably still bike. picked up. Yeah. We'll, we'll edit it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, he went to uh, Northern, Northern Arizona, Arizona university. Yeah. That's, up, yeah. that's in a boom. boom. Okay. So <laughs> maybe that, that sheds some, some Anytime light on. You have like a, a directional, addition yeah. to a college name is usually not in the hot spot well i think he would he just yeah. and, and I, i'm totally butchering this story so maybe we'll have to have call in on the next episode and actually tell the actual story but the gist of it was is that he was in this small town he got pulled over by a police officer he was basically asking why he was getting pulled over he wasn't getting any answers and then that built upon built upon built upon to the point where it got back to the school and it almost jeopardized his scholarship i believe um, so just with you being a football player and then, uh, residing in Arizona and then some of the things that I've heard. It's um, a red state though, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Like you go running, you go running into stuff. stuff well, no, no, no. Let, let's, let's hit the major one. Um, what holiday just passed right now? With, think about what we're, with the topic that we're, that we're, um, covering. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Okay. So do they even celebrate Martin Luther King Day? Cause I know it, it's, it's only up until recently that they have. Like like people didn't yeah. like get off of work and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, it became a national holiday fairly recently. Yeah, did not know. So I'm, I'm not even sure because I know like for me, I just train every day and they don't they don't you never close down. Yeah, oh, I'm, gotcha. I'm at it. Okay, so it's, it's like, like you know, for the <laughs> yeah. typical nine to five person, that's something that you, you know what I mean. You pay attention to because it's yeah. like you either got it off or you don't, depending on what type I'm of job. I'm gonna pay attention now though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so it's just interesting because I'm thinking of a state that would take a hard stance on having a day off just because of who it was. In commemoration of, it it, it would seem Maybe. to me, yeah. But it's of all crazy states, it was Arizona, which is crazy. Our Latino brothers saying. and sisters are going to be having the same conversation in a few about Cesar Chavez. Why is that? We recently started getting Cesar mm-hmm. Chavez Day off. That wasn't yeah. when we were in school. That wasn't a regular holiday for yeah. us. Yeah, that's a very we, recent holiday. Because national would, holiday. Because weren't we say. getting Easter off? Wasn't that a thing? Like, well, spring break fell around. Some, yeah, yeah. So it was. It wasn't an actual day. What that day represents now was the Friday of spring break. Mm, depends right? on where Easter, because you know Easter is on a different date every year. That's true. That's true. So it sometimes we were lucky enough to have that spring break be the same week as that, mm-hmm. but it was never a, an official national. Yeah, holiday. like recognize. Yeah. yeah. 
So you say you like to take photos. Yep. What do you like to take photos of? Um, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Really, one of my friends, uh, Will Davis, he kind of he started doing it in Miami, mm-hmm. and then he ended up going to London last year. He's really, really good. And he got with some like photographer and went like and learned in Paris. And he's like, bro, you have to get a camera. And I had one, but then he like, you have to get this lens. And I was like. I'm never going to use it. You know, and my wife makes YouTube videos. So I'm like, she's using the camera more than me. Right. And then finally this year, my wife got me the lens that he said, and I actually went around Cleveland. Um, and then when me and my wife, when we travel, she like, she always looks at me. I'm always taking pictures, mm-hmm. but she's like, won't you use the camera? I got you. So now, um, just connecting with Will. I do like, I like landscape. I like taking just, you know, just natural shots of people. I mean, whatever. And then I really like just the editing part, though. What's the criteria that makes a good photographer then? I mean, it's just, I mean, it's really, it's really like a architecture. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a angles, it's lighting, it's, you know what I mean? It's, you know, where the sun is. I mean, I mean, I have to do with lighting, you know, it's so many variations. Like, I mean, you could really, I could take a picture of your face right in front of you and it won't look good but then if I go where, where he <laughs> <won't>. said it <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he, he pointed at me too he's like I took a picture of your face and I looked over at Carl and I was like that picture sucks <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean but like it's all like angles and, and like really perception you really have to open your mind like I've been watching this guy his name's Peter McKinnon mm. and he's really really dope so I've been watching all his YouTube videos and he's like you know when you're outside don't forget to like look up just like little things Yeah, mm. like it you know, something as far as like looking up and seeing this chandelier from like this angle could make a dope picture. But right. what I'm really into is like the photography is good because I could just put my headphones on. I usually take my dog with me mm-hmm. and we just go. And it's just kind of like. Yeah, I'm you not, do get some dope photos you know I mean? of him though. I see I'm, him I'm not even there. thinking about anything. And then, uh, but I really love the editing part because mm-hmm. now I could just like when I'm at home after working out, I'm not doing anything. And I'm literally just editing photos and trying to make a photo like pop like from the black flower in this face to red oh okay you so know? then you put the effects and stuff like that in yeah there. so that's what i really like you know i wouldn't say i'm a good photographer i'm still learning but yeah. I, i'm i'm dope at editing but i think the beauty of photography though is that it doesn't have to be perfect and yeah. i think photography really teaches you like so, to sometimes look for the imperfections like yeah. look for the odd things that are sticking out and you know just capturing it yeah, I feel like Cecil was gonna say something. He burning right now. Oh no, no, I was gonna say two things actually. All oh, right, two. go ahead. <laughs> because you 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 mentioned these um, ornamental um, things that we have on the table right now. Yeah. Um, and I think we should shout out who gave us those. So Brenda Heflin, she she. Oh, I said the well. She ain't got no social media or nothing, but uh, she, <laughs> and I told her this. She's so she's so great. So listen, I'm gonna tell you why this is funny. She's gonna laugh. She ran up on me in the uh, parking lot of um, Trader Joe's. Yeah, and she had a back seat full of stuff, and she felt like she like. Nah, don't say full of stuff. She got a car full of bottles. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, no, no. And she had all the ingredients to make these, and she was telling me. That's, how a, she, that's an E and J bottle. You said what? That's an E and J bottle. No, no, no. She actually bought these. I was, I the original was bottle was supposed to be a Carlos Rossi. Yeah, bottle. that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, I think yeah. No, this isn't this isn't a Carlos Rossi bottle. Okay, so wait, hold on. I'm gonna tell you what. All right, you tell your part, and then I'll tell you what happened because it's funny. So I think we might be getting. Ready to tell the same story because when 
I seen her in the parking lot. She basically said that she came up with this idea is because she was going to what's the what's the game you play around Christmas where you exchange the gifts? White, uh, white elephant. elephant. And yeah. she didn't have a gift, so she took the random things that she had in her car, which I'm assuming was a Carlos Rossi bottle. I ain't bottle. mad. I ain't mad, <laughs> yeah. Brenda. She used all bottles, and, Sky Vodka, all the cheese. Yeah, stuff. you should see the office. <laughs> oh, okay. So and decorated the lit. and was thinking to herself, I'm so embarrassed. Everybody, you know what I mean? It's probably went and spent their good money on these gifts, and that was the most coveted gift. And from that. It was like that one gift that the person got to four people at the party saying, okay, I want you to make one for me, mm-hmm. to them showing other people to now, like they're in demand and they're actually being advertised here on Grown Phone's business. I so concrete. Who knew the fire, bro? Bars. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Bars. There he fire. goes. So when she made when she made these, uh, she showed me the Carlos Rossi bottles. I was like, oh, that's cool. Take the sticker off. I like those ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so- um, about a week goes by. Take I didn't sticker. <laughs> I said, take the sticker off. Like, take the sticker. I don't need them stickers. I bet there. that you call it stickers too. Like, we can't even give them the benefit of having labels. The label. That's right. The label. But, it, but, it, it, hey, but it is a sticker. <laughs> it is a sticker. It got sticky stuff on the back. I, I, I stick tried, on it. I got I tried your back. to leave them some dignity. They labels. Okay. But yo, sticker she, labels. She told me. Uh, she was like, uh, you know, I couldn't find another bottle, and I was like, yo, I'm not about to buy no Rossi. Like, we drank that in college, man, and that stuff tastes like, yeah, it was, it was just, it was nasty to me. So she went ahead. And got these two bottles so for you guys that are listening it's it's basically a bottle with flowers in it and she has lights and everything uh check it out on our instagram it's, it's pretty dope i i, I love it so <laughs> no it, it is a nice addition it's I got like a little a switch on it too you know go on and off that's, <laughs> legit. that's legit she gonna really step up she get the clap on ones i'm gonna be hard i'm done <laughs> okay so so that was number two that was number Where's one number two, number, one. number two um as a young man, did you ever see photography as something that it was? Has this been a lifelong passion, or is this something that has been introduced to you here recently? No, um, like I said, I, it got introduced to me by my my my, my guy, yeah. my boy Will. Um, especially like being in Miami, because yeah. Miami has a ton of like yeah. high rises. Yeah. You have the beaches, you have like the walkways <laughs> to the beaches, and then like the lifeguard um, houses. They're all like different colors and stuff. So it's like. Yeah. So like he used to go down and just just and just shoot yeah and shoot and shoot and then he would never edit yeah but now he's he's like so far ahead you yeah. know what I mean so I think after a while I was just like looking like oh man that is kind of cool yeah but I was like where would I find a time because I really like I grind on football all day yeah um but now I was like you know I need to get away from football too like it's mm-hmm. okay to get away yeah and this was a perfect way to get away from it so it's it's a new new hobby. <laughs> You know these these last three or four months. Oh, so this is a new hobby. Yeah. And then is there is there anything that you're not already doing where you're thinking to yourself like I want to give that a try? Like maybe when I have some more time, which doesn't seem as a like hobby or just any, anything. Um, I want to get into real estate in the next year or so. Okay. Yeah, me and my wife we're we're thinking about putting something together. Yeah. Um, she's probably gonna go back to school for interior design and to get nice. a real estate license, and then we'll probably. Um, start flipping houses or you know buying multi-family houses and doing the whole shindig. So we got stuff cooking up. Good reason I asked the question is if we have any you know young people that are aspiring athletes and wanting to get into their respective uh, sports. Um, I think it's just important to kind of talk about like what what else is going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. sports is great. Yeah. Um, but you're playing a contact sport. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I guess, and I'm not wishing anything on you, but then you, the thing that you always have to think about, not on that table, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that you always have to think about is, is that with this contact sport, there comes certain consequences. It's like, what else am I doing? So yeah. you know what I mean. With the real estate, that's a good investment because people are always gonna need homes. Oh yeah, and for then, sure. You know what I mean. It's something that can be working for you while you're out working. Yeah, yeah. I think like 
you know, I, I listened to this. It's Will Smith did this interview a long time ago. But he was like, you don't need a plan B because it distracts you from plan A. Mm -hmm. So, like, sometime, like, I think about plan B. Yeah. But I just... I just plant little seeds in plan B. Gotcha. So I can still stay focused on plan A. Right. You know, but at the same time, also know this game's not going to last forever. Yeah. So it's like, how can I have my money grow? Yeah. How can I make more money where me and my wife, like our daughter will want for nothing exactly. or my wife will want for nothing. Exactly. And so it's, it's not about making a whole bunch of investments that you could possibly lose on. I, every decision has to be smart. Yeah. I think we talked about this the other day. We we're talking to our friend. I was telling him like every move I make is planned out, yeah. like strategically planned out. So, as an athlete, it could be over. It could be over in a second. Yeah, one right. minute you could be talking to. I could be talking. We could be all talking on the sideline, and yeah. then you go out there and boom, it's mm -hmm. done. They'll cut you. They don't care about you. Yeah, right. they get. They'll get a new guy who's just like you. Yeah, you know, and they'll they'll compare them just like that. Like, oh, okay, yep, oh, yep. Well, you guys are good. I'm, I'm gonna take fit this right guy. In. Wow, you fit right in. You're out. So it's like that's why we've been trying to think about what. what what we want to do next gotcha. but it's really important to kind of have like i said have a plan b and then i know i want to coach too so yeah. i love coaching i love giving back and teaching the athletes what i know now both of you guys at once right. no we, we, we both had to inhale so, ladies first thank you ladies first hey okay so what i think about is I, it's interesting that you would describe that as a plan b because i don't really see that as a plan b like i feel like you are able to fully invest in multiple things at once. So like when I think of a plan B, it's like, you know, if this doesn't work, this is what I'm going to do. But what I'm hearing you say is like, while this is working, I'm going to make sure that this begins working as well. So I don't necessarily think of that as like plan A and plan B. It's like plan A and plan AA. And then, the, you know, plan B still doesn't have to exist. Well, it's kind of like, I look at it almost kind of a, plan b i guess just because like i mean year six so i'm still kind of in my prime mm -hmm. so it's like it's so much i want to accomplish in football that i haven't mm -hmm. yet you know because of how my career has went and i feel like it only could go up so and during football season it's really hard to focus on other things absolutely so it's like right now in these next six months that's when i have time to kind of mm -hmm. start doing that a little bit but then once we finally when me and my wife ever decide to start doing that it'll be just a time because football be fading away Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, it'll be fading away from me. I'm kind of getting older, older guy. So I know year six, shoot, I'm trying to get to 10, but eventually they're going to be like, hey, he's too slow. Hey, he doesn't belong. So it's like, as they start fading me out, I'm already starting something else. So I'm not even, you know, a lot of guys can't make that transition. A lot of guys be football, 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 and they don't have a plan B or be able to, you know, put their seeds in different in different pots and then next thing you know they get out and they they're depressed they don't know what to do so me it's really i'm just it's like I'm, chapter one chapter yeah two. you know what i mean yeah it's, i'm just it's just part of my book and and when they get me out i'm gonna turn the page to the next chapter and that's why i'm gonna that's why i'm Keep gonna start working. It. and yeah. most people don't even know too that i mean you have to look at or don't even think about you know you guys are human beings too you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Outside from being on TV and stuff like that, you got to pay your water bill. You know what I mean? You got <laughs> yeah. issues going on maybe at home or, you know, you you, you know, it's, it's just more life, than life just the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's way more than that. So 
And I mean, I feel like you guys are also held to some really high standards Ridiculously to high society. Though, and I'm like, you know, I see things and I see like celebrities apologizing to the public. I'm like, you didn't wrong us. You you wronged that person. Mm-hmm. Like, leave me out of that. That's between y'all. Yeah. But you guys are held to a, a really high standard in terms of the community, too. So you guys have a lot on your plate. Yeah. I mean, for people who worry about that stuff, I know for me, I, I don't care what nobody thinks about me besides my household. And my friends, like my family, and if and if you don't like me, if you, you know, or if you feel a certain way about me, or try to like, like I always tell people, like even fans, like little kids, they write me. I'm, like, I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. I'm just Jamar. I'm not, you know, I don't want to be like I'm, I'm. I'm a football player, and I love that, but don't try to hold, hold me to a crazy high standard. I'm, right. I'm just, I'm just, right. just I'm, I'm just at me. The end of the day. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just me. So some people. You know, they do when they do bad stuff, they get on there. If I, I you know, ho- hopefully I'm, I don't want to make no bad decisions. Yeah, but if I ever go. did, you won't see me. Yeah, <laughs> <apologizing>. <laughs> I, I need to apologize to whoever I just did bad to. Right. You know what I mean? Forget yeah. y'all. That's yeah. funny. That's crazy, too, because then, like, you know, the expectation. And some people don't, they don't think about, like, if we hold, you know, people to a, a high expectation, is it our expectation? Because if they don't meet it, then that's when, you know, people start turning and getting mad and, yeah. you know, shouting obscenities and all those other things. So, But I know, yeah. I know you're, like, on a pedestal, though. I mean, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but you're an athlete, and so many kids do look up to you. So that... That I mean, that also comes with it. So I guess you know they. That's why they help keep us at a high standard, right. you know, because their kids are watching us and their kids want to be like us, mm-hmm. you know. But I tell the kids, you aspire to the professional piece of me. Yeah. Don't look at my personal life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for the most part, I'm good, but there are some things that I would not yeah. want you to emulate that I do in my life. So. And I think that's sound advice because what a lot of kids won't be able to understand until they're at the point that you're at is mm-hmm. that some of those failures or bad choices mm-hmm. helped you to make, you know, a lifelong of positive choices because you knew what not to do. You knew what the consequences were and you knew you didn't want to like experience that or go down that route. Absolutely. Yeah. You admire me for what you admire me for. Exactly. Everything else we can talk about it. I'll be open with you. Yeah. You can ask me anything. I will tell you. Yeah. And, but, if, and if anything, if you see me do something negative, learn from that so you don't have to do it. Yeah. Too. You know, for sure. <laughs> uh, do we have any books? Any book suggestions? I know we talked about one earlier that you had read. Uh, I mean, just because it's Black History Month. Um, you know, I'm not. Nah, even, no, no. Ma- ma- be honest with you. No, no. Scratch that. It's a great book, period. Okay. But I know <laughs> me and Carl read it. Yeah. He he finished it. I didn't finish it. Um, he got me on. He got, he got me on it though. Yeah. I, I had no because idea I, about it. I, I tend to sometimes read multiple books mm-hmm. at once, mm-hmm. and because in obviously I try to read six books. Okay, so sometimes I I just get caught up. Mm-hmm. But um, the New Jim Crow mm-hmm. that was a great book, and then they also you know you had Thirteenth mm-hmm. the the show on Ooh. Netflix mm-hmm. with those That's... those two. After reading the Jim the New Jim Crow and then watching the Thirteenth, like those those that's that's my book recommendation. Okay. Uh, that was actually a book recommendation and a documentary recommendation. I yeah. think both of those are really good because um, it kind of speaks to where we're at as a society and kind of like this distinction that um, black people or African-Americans, they, they, they have these barriers that aren't really there. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't really see them. You can't really touch them. Yeah. But they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think those two are great because I feel like for us to understand where we want to go, we have to understand where we came from. Yep. Um, and both of those really speak to some of the things that maybe aren't outlined in our history so vividly 
but are definitely impactful to people of color today. And then, yeah. and the new Jim Crow takes a real deep dive in the mass incarceration mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and the caste systems that we've had. I've actually been working on that's my one of my newest things is this uh, new tattoo piece I've been working on to describe the different caste systems that we've had here in the United States. But it really talks about mass incarceration, its origins, um, and then how how uh, racial profiling and stuff like that. Everything that we were talking about earlier in the beginning you know, comes to fruition. Oh, there goes a GoPro. <laughs> but all those, how those things, you know, kind of come to fruition um, and, and how we have, you know, um, uh, disproportionalities in terms of like high rates of African-Americans being incarcerated. So I really do love that book. That was, it was a good read. It went, went all the way through. And again, that's the new Jim Crow mass incarceration in the age of colorblindness. And that's by Michelle Alexander. There we hey, go. Hey, so we, 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 we pretty much, we pretty much good. We we, we uh, got well, everything. Let's ask our guests. Let's ask them. Jamar, is there is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, or a plug? I mean, or... yeah, yeah. I mean, I sh- where can, I, can people can... find you on social oh. media? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Everybody's I mean... gonna be like, "Who's this?" All my friends. Who is Jamar? Nah. Uh, we don't even watch. We pro. We watch out in football. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> that no, snort no, it always yeah. makes it it always makes an appearance and, and <laughs> yeah, like every time social that. media go away, you yeah. know why because the crystal's yeah. voice right there who's jamar <laughs> <laughs> now um i only have instagram but it's just jamar taylor underscore sd i think yeah, <laughs> i'd be wow. having to think i'd be having to remember I'm, mine too i'm pretty sure that is it. That, that's how you know he's living a good life <laughs> anybody that could f- uh, forget their social media handle they they just got real stuff going on. I forget mine too. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yep, you're you right. right. Yeah, you got it right. There you so, go. So yeah, so Crystal um, just confirmed. <laughs> but no, <laughs> so that's my social media. Um, it, one thing I'm doing. Um, again for the second year, I'm having a camp here in oh, San yeah. Diego. Yeah, Helix High School. So it'll be what it'll be June 30th. Mm-hmm. I think we're right now. We're, we're what's the age group that, that you guys got? Age, the age group is from eight to eighteen. Okay. okay. Uh last year was a great turnout. Mm-hmm. We had the young kids in the morning, older kids in the evening. Um but this year we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit more for our high school kids. I think we're cooking up some stuff to try to help them out with SATs and Ooh. And try to get them into school and stuff like that. Is grown folks business invited to the camp? You guys are always invited. All right. There we go. I'll be there. Let me know what subject you want me to speak on. For sure. <laughs> Any anything else that the people should know that you're working on to be excited for as it pertains to uh the NFL, any community involvement? And if not, we're gonna go ahead and get them out of here. Uh nah, man, just just my camp. You know, other than that, league stuff is gonna handle itself. I'm just just working hard, just grinding. Where would they need to find the information on the camp? There we go. Oh, Great oh, question. I mean that that'll be out. I have it on uh Instagram. It'll be I post it on Facebook. Okay. On Facebook, I forgot. Yeah, you can we'll find me. Sure it's we'll just Jamar Taylor. Our... It's just Jamar Taylor, but uh, we'll make everything public. We'll put that out here and probably in like the next two months. So, and okay. also just tag us, and we'll make sure we share it on our social media as oh, well. We do appreciate it. Yeah, Absolutely. so that's it's gonna be coming in high. It's gonna be it's gonna be good time. And we got a lot of sports fans. So just who do you play for? Play for the Cleveland Browns. What's your number? Twenty one. What's your position? Cornerback. All right. So when you see them wide receivers getting shut down, you knew who it was. There you go. <laughs> <Shelly>. <laughs> I'm like, I know him. There you go. <laughs> I know him. I'm name dropping. Like, yeah, no, me and Jamar, we were sitting down talking yeah. the other day. Yeah, we we rubbed we rub elbows. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my boy Jamar the other yeah. day, and you know he was just on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> are we those people now? We are definitely. Here's, here's a wristband. Jamar. There you go. <laughs> Enter the drawing. You can get a shirt. Hey, I appreciate you, man, for coming I out. Appreciate though, for you real, guys. Appreciate you guys. It was a chance for you to tell your story, man. You know, outside of 
you know, between the lines. So that's good. Oh, yeah, appreciate it. Between you. the lines. Yeah, I was going to say his jersey sales are about to go up, too. Hey. <laughs> there we go. I don't think none of them jerseys selling right now. We need to win, we need to win first. Oh, it's yeah. all good. Yeah, we yeah. going to pray. Oh, yeah. uh, Straight up. <laughs> so, again, we are Grown Folks Business. Um, you can find us on our social media handles at Grown Folks Business, B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. And I'm at Just Chris Starr. And I'm your boy, Normal underscore ass underscore Carl to underscore always throw me off. And Chris, Crystal's exasperated because I don't have social media, but it'll be all right. <laughs> Did y'all yeah. hear that side? <laughs> and with that being said, um, Jamar, I'm grown. What about you? I'm grown. Shit, we all grown. I'm grown. <laughs> and that was another episode of Grown Folks Business. business.